Okay, today's daf is Sota Daf Tazayin. Today's year is sponsored by Vivian and Menachem Rosenberg and family to commemorate the 18th yard site of Menachem's grandmother. Do we have a name? No. We have a name. Okay, the Neshama Shrev and Aliyah through the Zuchus of our learning. Uh, today, again, is Daf Tazayin of Mesech Sota. We started to discuss uh, yesterday the procedure of securing the Afar that you're going to use and the Mayim that you're going to use for the Sota, that they need to mix Afar and Mayim before their Mochek, the Shem Hashem. So we discussed the Mayim a little bit, and now we're going to discuss more about the Afar and where they got the Afar from, how there was a, t- a loose tile in the uh, in the Beis HaMikdash where they would pick up the tile and dig out some Afar from underneath it. We're going to have a Machlokas, what the words Bikarka Hamishkan teach us about the Afar. Then the Gemara is going to raise a Shiloh. What if you can't find any Afar? Can you then use Afer? Is it okay to use ashes in place of dirt if there, are no, if there is no dirt? And the Gemara is then going to talk about, uh, in, in this context, it's going to come up about shaving the hair of a Metzora, that uh, we're going to have a list of, of cases where Halacha is Okeres Mikra or Okeves Mikra, where the Halacha Lemoshimisinai uproots what seems to be explicit in the Pasuk, so we're going to discuss why that list doesn't seem to include uh, the shaving all of the hair of a mitzora, where that also seems to be a case of halacha okeres mikra, where the halacha uproots, halacha l'moshimisinai uproots mikra. On Amr Beis, there's going to be another list. The Gemara is going to list three things that require ri'ia, where you need to see something, and we're going to have a machlokas, whether there's actually a fourth, whether the dam tzipor of a mitzora should be added to the list that when you shecht the the the, uh, the the bird of a mitzora, the blood has to go into a kli that has mayim, and the blood has to be visible in that kli. Whether that should be added to the list of things that need to be visible, that need to be seen, and then on the, at the end of the daf, we're going to talk about. Since you have to put both Afar and Mayim, what if you put them in in the wrong order? If you put the Afar before the Mayim in the Mesota, does that passel the Mesota? So it's all about securing the Mayim and the Afar for the Mesota. So let us begin. We left off at... Uh, uh, so we described how the Kohen would go into the Hechal he would turn to his right, he'd find the loose tile, very easy to find because there was a ring attached to the back of it that was like a handle where he could pick up the tile dig out some dirt from underneath it and that's what he would mix in with the water so my time, why is it that he would go to, to his Yamin that he would turn to his right specifically because that's always the way we go in Judaism, we're always turning toward the right. So that's why uh, the uh, he, he would he would bedafka turn toward the right. In the Sefer Devar Shaul, he says it's certainly not a mitzvah to to enter into the right side in order to take the afar. And the, the in the Mishkan where the ground was afar, he could have just taken it from Samach Lepesach, meaning it's only where you have a Ritzvah Savanim where you're going to need to dig out. So the Devar Shaul says, so why didn't we do that in the Basin Mishkan? Make it right by the Pesach. Just go in and pull up a tayas, because then it's Mamash right in the path, and it had a handle in the back of it, you're just asking people to trip then. So you want it a little bit off to the side, where no one's going to be able to trip, so which side should you put it off to? Ah, that's called Pinashat but there's no real halacha that you have to turn, meaning that's not really a halacha by Sota, the halacha is that it just has to come from the 
floor of the uh, of the mikdash or the mishkan. So that could have been uh, by the mishkan. It could have just been taken from the floor directly in in, in front. Now by the din of kolpinashat upon there is an, an an interesting discussion in the rishonim uh, what it means that that kolpinashat upon Most of the mafarshim and the shulchanach passes this way in arachayim simin vav hold that it means that you should go from the left to the right. That you start on the left and then you move toward the right. But others say, some of the Rishonim understand that no, it means that you always start on the right and therefore you're always going toward the left. Like uh, the, the direction of the Hebrew language. That that's starting on the right. That's called Pinashat Sabbatul is that we start on the right and we move toward the, toward the left when we, uh, when we write in Hebrew. That's how the Lavush understands. He thinks that the whole world misunderstood called Pinashat and Simitafreshayin Vav. The Lavush writes this way. So the Bereshavah just brings a raya that from our Gemara it seems very clear, not like the Lavush, that we're, we're clearly, it says he's Nichmas and he turns to the right. It's not that he's starting on the right and turns. To, to the left. So it seems like a very strong raya against the Levush. Not exactly clear what the Levush is going to do with that, uh, with that raya. Okay, says the Gemara further. So we said that there was an area where there was a loose tile, an ama by an ama. He'd pick up the tile, he'd dig out from underneath the tile. So, so you might think that means that he should prepare some dirt outside of the mikdash and bring that dirt into the Mikdash. No, that's what the Pasuk says. Bekarka Mishkan, the dirt is supposed to come from the ground of the Mishkan itself. If it's Bekarka Mishkan, you might think that you should just dig with uh, with shovels by the uh, by the Mishkan. The Pasuk says, no, it has to be dirt that's already prepared. How could it be that there's dirt that's already prepared? They don't keep a pile of dirt in the Mikdash. So Yesham Havei, Ancham Tainsham. Well, it's telling us that, yeah, if there is prepared dirt, then uh, then use that dirt. But if there isn't prepared dirt on the Karkaras HaMishkan, so then Tainsham, then you're going to have to put something there so that you will take it. But then we have another price that disagrees uh, with, with this first price in terms of uh, the qualifications of how to prepare the dirt. And it says, no, the Pasuk says, And that teaches that you, you can prepare the dirt outside and bring it in. Meaning that when the, there's no re- readily available dirt in the Mikdash, you don't need to put dirt on the Karka HaMishkan or the Karka HaMikdash. You can just bring it from outside, bring it in and use it without putting it on the Karka first. So what do I do with Bekarka Mishkan? What do I do with the phrase Bekarka Mishkan? Comes to tell me that it's not just the Karka Mishkan, it's the Karka of Mishkan Shiloh, Novigivon, and Beisalamim, and the Beisamigdash, that all of that would qualify as Karka HaMishkan. So that's how, uh, that, that, that's the second opinion. So we have Machlokas Tanaim, whether the dirt actually has to come from the Karka Mishkan, if there's no dirt by the Karka Mishkan, do you bring from the outside and put it on the Karka Mishkan? Or do you bring from the outside and just use it directly without putting on the Karka Mishkan? So the uh, Rashi points out over here that there must be a mistake in the Girsa. That Isi Ben Yudha says that the Karka Mishkan comes to include Shilo Novigivon Beisalamim. Says Rashi that Isi Ben Yudha Omer Lahavi Karka Beisalamim. He leaves out Shilo and Novigivon. That it comes to teach Beisalamim. 
And we take out Shilo and Novagivon. The Shilo Mishkon who Velod Sarachli Ribuya, because Shilo actually is the Karka Mishkon. We wouldn't need a Ribuy to teach us Mishkon Shilo. To who Ikarakasim? That's just the simple reading of the Pasuk. That wouldn't be Lerabos. The Novagivon ain't Mashkin Basotos. And Novagivon, it's not true. We, we didn't give any Sotos. We didn't do Eshkas. Mesota in Nova Givon. The Bama Avai, because Nova Givon had the status of a Bama. Vlavisham Aron, El Mizbech and Achoshes Levadot. There was no Aron. They just had the Mizbech and Achoshes. Vlokarben, Minchasota, Vlokshum Chovas Yachid. The Minchasota and any Chovas Yachid was not brought there. Shein Lazman Kavua, unless there was a Zman Kavua, Kadam Rishkitas Chachim, Ubi Megillah. Aval Beis Alami, Mutzrach Lerabos. What do we need to be Marba? We need to be Marba the Beis Migdash. Shalotomer Mishka Nemar. You shouldn't think, oh, it says Mishkan, and that excludes Mikdash. Based on Mikdash, you should be Rishlaim, based on Lamim, Fishain Achra Kedushaso, Heter Bamakamacher, Veshuvlo Shar Sashkina Bamakamacher. And very critical, says Rashi, the reason the Beis Migdash is called Beis Lamim is because the, once we had a Mikdash, that Makom is the only place where we can have a Mikdash. That is our holiest place. There is no other Makom Kadosh. Once that Makom is designated, that stays That stays forever as the holiest place for the for the Jewish people. Now Tosos questions not that issue. Of course, Beis Olamim is the holiest place for the Jewish people forever. But Tosos questions the other issue of is it really necessary to take away the girsa of Novigivon? Rashi took it away because he said there's no way that they would be Mashka Sota in Novigivon. It was a bama. So Tosos says not necessarily so. Tosos on the Amid Aleph on top of Amid Aleph, he say it quotes Rashi and it says Vitema Shashib. It's difficult to understand why Rashi would change the gears based on this kasha. He says, maybe by, we're assuming like the Shita and Masechus Vachim that anything that they would bring in the old Moed in the Midbar, they were allowed to bring in the old Moed Shabbat and the same is true. Novi Givon, they were allowed to they were allowed to bring all of these Karbanos. He says he's not convinced that it had the full status of Obama. He says there's a difference between Novi Givon, the status of Karbanos and Novi Givon, versus the status of Obama Barosh Gago, Obama that a guy builds just on the top of his roof because he feels like bringing Karbanos. It's a different story. So he's not convinced that uh, that they were not able to be Mashka Sota, Sota in Novi Givon. Says Gemara Vaitu now, Isi ben Menachem Omer, what, what does Isi ben Menachem do? We quoted Isi ben Yehuda, but Isi ben Menachem disagrees. He says, no, Bekarka Mishkan is not coming to teach me that it's the dirt of uh, the base of English as well. He says, Ain't tzarech, because it's not unnecessary to teach me that. Of course, you use the dirt of the floor of the base of English as well, and it's not only you did in Mishkan. Because if when it comes to a lighter issue of Tuma, the Torah doesn't distinguish between in Mishkan and Migdash, what's a lighter issue of Tuma? So it's kind of stunning. The Rashi says the Isra of going into the Beis Migdash with Tumas Aguf, when a person is Tameh, that you're not allowed to enter the Beis Migdash Tameh. Why is it light? Because you're only Chayef Kares for it. That's normally not considered so light. But in comparison to Misas Beisdin, it's uh, relatively a lighter Isra. Versus uh, a woman who cheated on her husband, that's, that, that's, that's a Misas Beisdin issue. So that's why we call it a lighter Isra. So when it comes to the Isra of going 
into the base of Migdash Tame. We don't distinguish between Mishkan and Migdash. That Allah is going to be the same. So Betumas Eishasish Chamura Lokolshkin. When we're dealing with an Eishasish, which is a more Chamur kind of Tuma, even though as we've pointed out, it's not really Tuma, but it's called Tuma by the Torah. It's a, it's an Iser. It's a terrible. It's an Erva, horrible thing. But it's uh, so it's an Iser Chamur. So since it's a greater Iser, certainly we're not going to distinguish between Mishkan and Migdash. It's a little bit difficult to understand what the Svara is over here. I mean, it's one thing to say that uh, that if if that if a if Tuma is an affront to the Kedushas HaMishkan, that it's got the Kaldachomer, it's going to be an affront to the Kedushas HaMigdash, so we're not going to distinguish. But what does taking the dirt off the floor have to do with the Kedusha? It's difficult to understand what the connection is. I didn't really have a chance to look around. I'm sure that issue is discussed by, uh, by somebody, but uh, I didn't have a chance to look around. So, so what do we do with the phrase Bekarka Mishkan if it's not needed to teach me about Karka Mishkan just means don't bring from your private stash of dirt. If you happen to be a collector of dirt, you have, uh, you know, people do this actually. They have a collection of dirt from this stadium and from that stadium. It's dirt. They have dirt. So if uh, you, ha- you have a collection, you want to use Yankee Stadium dirt for your, uh, for your upper Sota, so that, uh, that, that, that would explain where the relationship went also. But okay, so you, you want to you want to uh, you want to use that dirt for the upper sota, so you you don't bring mitoch kupaso. Okay, ibayilu ainsham afar maushi itin afer. Let's say you don't have any dirt, can you use ashes for the uh, for the mesota. So alibu de beishamai loti bayilach. It's not a shaila according to beishamai. Dama lomatzinu afer shikari afer. Beishamai says that we never find that afer is a reference to afer. That these are two different things. Afer is ashes. Afer is dirt. They have nothing. They have nothing to do with each other. Kiti bayilach alibu de beisilu. The whole shaila is according to the Shita of the Basil holds that we do find that Afer is called is called Afar. My so what would be the din according to the Basilov? Is it that yeah, even though Afer is sometimes called Afar, but over here the din is not a din of Afar, it's a din of Karka Hamishkan. So maybe Afer can't qualify as Karka Hamishkan. Or maybe Karka Hamishkan is just there to teach me either what Isi ben Yehuda said, which is that it applies even in the base of Megdash, or what Isi ben Menachem said, which is that you're not allowed to bring it from home. But still, if if Afer is generally considered Afar, it would be considered Afar over here as well. In the Sefer Minchasot, it raises the question, how could it be that they wouldn't have any Afar? What does it mean? You run out of dirt. What, what do you run out of dirt? How could it, how is that possible that they don't have any dirt? Even if uh, in the Beis HaMikdash is no more Afar, but in all Yerushalayim, they, they're not going to find any dirt. And even if there was a lot of rain and there's a Shlosh of, uh, of of depth in the ground where it's all muddy, but you could still dig a little Further and bring it to the base of Migdash. How is it, how is it possible? So he says it must be that the suffix of the Gemara is that there's no offer in the base of Migdash. And even though in a Chinam you could bring from your Shlaim, but the Chalchil it's better to bring from the Karka Mishkan Mamish. So Gemara says if you don't have any offer Muchan, can you take Afer Hamizbeach? From the from the mizbeach, so the, over there it's maybe it would be better because maybe that's considered karka mishkan because otherwise it's mamish impossible to understand. What do you mean that, that there's no dirt? Of course, there's, there's got to be dirt somewhere. So now, 
Karka. What it means to say is that which which consideration should be the greater consideration, the Karka Mishkan consideration or the Afar consideration? Which one is a more critical consideration? So that's the Shail of the Gemara over here. Can you use Afar if you don't have any Afar? The Gemara is going to have two Rayas. One Raya is going to take us through the rest of this Amud, trying to sort out this Raya. Then the next Raya is like a one-liner on, on Amud Beis. So Raya number one, Tashima. We find in three places that halacha okeves mikra. Okeves over here means that it's okeres. That halacha l'moshim sinai will uproot what seems to be explicit in the pasuk. Normally halacha l'moshim sinai is mosif al mashakasam Torah. That it adds something new that it just didn't say anywhere in the Torah. So there, there's actually two types of halacha l'moshim sinai. There's halacha mechadeshes and halacha mefareshes. Sometimes halacha l'moshim sinai explains what it says in the Torah. That's a perushma mukavalim l'moshim sinai. That's what uh, the Rambam writes in Akdamah to the Parish of Mishnais. Torah says that on Sukkot you're supposed to take a pre-Eitz Hadar, a beautiful fruit. Well, a watermelon is quite beautiful. You cut it open and it has, especially if it has seeds, it's a black and red and green, it has all the white, all these colors. It's very, very beautiful. So maybe you should take a watermelon. How do I know that you should take an esrog for a pre-Eitz Hadar? It's roughly the same size as the Temani esrog anyway. So how, how do I know you're supposed to take an esrog as a pre-Eitz Hadar? His son just told me last week, Rav Shachter holds that the Temani Esrog is the correct Esrog. He says he plays the Temani Esrog every year. Okay. He said you can always spot the brisker in every crowd. If you have a Temani Esrog, that's the guy who comes over to you afterwards and says, can I take your Esrog for a minute? Because he wants to play it safe to be able to call the days. So, uh, so, the, 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 uh, so how do I know that it's Dafka and Esrog? So that's a Halacha Mefarashas, Halacha Moshe Misina, that tells us that those words mean that those words mean esrog. Then you have halacha mechadeshes, where it doesn't say any words in the Torah, and halacha just shir chetitzin mechitz, and halacha just tells us new dinim that we never would have known before. So nisachamayim or something like that that uh, doesn't say anywhere in the Torah, and we just have that it's halacha l'moshem yisinai. So that's the um, that's the the halacha mechadeshes. But over here we have like this third category. We have halacha. It's not mefareshes adraba. It takes what it says in the Torah. It's a subcategory of mefarashes. That it takes what the Torah seems to be telling us and is mefarish that that's not what the Torah means because it's actually telling us something else. The Torah says that you're supposed to use offer. That's about kisu adam. That by kisu adam you're supposed to use dafka offer to cover the the blood of a chayur of that you shechted. But Allah is really bechaldaver. You could use anything. The Torah says that you have to that that that, uh, that you have to use a razor and the halacha is really anything. And the Torah says safer by a get krisus and really the halacha is bechal davar. So what does it mean that the halacha is bechal davar in, uh, in, in, these, in these cases? So by, uh, by, a, by, by a safer, safer literally means just cloth. But the halacha is, you could write an Allah Shalzayis, a Niyar, and the cloth means a specific type of parchment that's been treated a certain way. But we learn in the Mishnahis and Gideon that that's not, that that's not so. Now, by, by Tar, we're talking about that's, that's Nazirus. That in Nazirus, all it says that the Torah says that you now have a razor cut the Nazir's hair. But the Allah Moshe Misinai 
changes that and says, no, even if you cut the hair with anything, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a violation. So these are the three cases where you have halachal Moshe Misinai that goes against that seems to go against what it says in the Torah. But the im isa, but if it were true that you didn't have to use offer, you could even use afer, you could even use ashes for the mixing of the mesota lichshiv nami hai. Why don't we mention that as one of the things that the halach is okeres mikra because the pasuk says karka mishka, the pasuk says offer, and here we have that you're allowed to use afer. You have to say that we, uh, we're not giving an exhaustive list. Tosos raises the question how you can say Tanavashir over here. Normally, uh, the Gemara Masechus Kiddushin says that when you give a number, you're not supposed to say Tanavashir. When if you're just giving a list, you're just mentioning a whole bunch of things, so then you say Tanavashir. But over, but over here, there's a, uh, there's, there's, there's a specific number that's given. It says that there are exactly three places where the Allah is a, is a Keras. So how do you say Tanavashir? So Tos raises that question and he gives uh, he gives an answer. Okay, says the Gemara further. Umayshir dahishir, but you can only say Tanavashir if there's something else left off the list. So we had a list of three places where Allah is a Keras Mikra. We said, well, why isn't using Afer for the Afer Sota on the list? Oh, it must be because the list is not an exhaustive list. There are other things left off the list also. Oh yeah, what else is left off the list that we could say that the Afer Afer Sota Afer Sota is left off the list? So Shir Mitzora. What's left off the list is about a Mitzora. Detanyu Evabraisa Vahaya Vayomashvi Yigalachas Kol Saaro Klal. Pasuk says that on the seventh day we're Megaleach all of the hair of the Mitzora. So that's a very broad statement, a very general statement that it's all of his hair. But then the pasuk starts. Getting into specifics, as Roshov, as a Kanov, as Gabos Einov, we shave off his the head of his the hair of his head and of his beard and of his eyes. So Prats, that's very specific. As Kol Saaruy Galeach, but then it says all of his hair are Megaleach Chazur Klal. So what's the normal rule? Whenever you have a klal pratu klal, you could assume that the halacha only includes that which is similar to the prat. Well, ma prat, just like all of the examples that the Torah gave, are mafurish makom kinuseir, are a place where there are bunches of hair, venira, and it's a place that's a, in an exposed part of the body. Exposed, not meaning when a person is clothed. When a person is clothed, uh, that's that's a different issue. But over here, we're saying exposed in the sense that it's not a base hastarim. That is a Gully versus Beis Hastarim. Beis Hastarim is defined as any part of the body. If the person is totally unclothed, you still don't always see that part of the body, depending on the way that he's positioned. Like a Beis Hastarim would be uh, the, the lower part of the nose, that if he angles his face, you could see a little bit up his nose or the inside of his ear or an armpit or something like that. But the rest of the body, even parts of the body that are normally clothed, would be considered gully, would not be considered a Beis Hastarim. So we're darshaning over here that, that the, the drasha that we should have made by a Mitzorah is that which parts of the body of the Mitzorah do we shave? Only a place where there's Kinu Seyar, and it's not a Beis Hastarim. So what should that exclude? So uh, Ma Rabbi, first what does that include? Rabbi Seyar HaRaglayim. It includes the hair of the Raglayim. Rashi says it doesn't mean the hair of the Raglayim because that's no Kinu Seyar. There's no uh, uh, clumps or chunks of hair by the Raglayim. It means it means the, the, the Oso Makom, Rashi says.
was like the Gemara teaches us at the beginning of Pesachim, we always try to speak in the Lishna Ma'alia, so the Gemara over here is speaking in a, uh, in a more dignified way of speech. But what does it exclude? It would exclude the hair of the armpits, because the hair of the armpits is not exposed. And it would exclude the hair of the rest of his body, because the rest of the body, it's not, it's, it's not gathered together in one, in one spot. It's more spread out in the rest of, in the, rest of the body. So so that, that's what the Torah would teach us. If you just read the Chumash with the Yigod Mishat Torah and Jashbad, that's the halacha you would, you, would, you would arrive at. You would say that a Mitzorah shaves all hair that is in an exposed part of the body and is gathered together in one concentrated area. But but the halacha is we shave him like a gourd. We shave him uh, completely completely smooth, his entire body. So that when you come to Makaf the Mitzorah, we, we we shave everything. That the second Tiglachas is like the first Tiglachas. So that's the case of Tanavishir. You want to know what else we left off the list where Allah is Okeris Mikra? There it is, the case of Mitzorah. So says the Gemara, not so convinced that that's really being left off the list because there could be other reasons why that's not mentioned. Amrav Nachem Yitzchak, namely three other reasons. Amrav Nachem Yitzchak, Kika Chashiv, Halacha Okeves Mikra that it could be that uh, there's a big difference. That when what are we counting on the list where the halacha is okeves mikra, where the halacha goes against what it says the Ferish in the uh, in in the psukim. But this is not okeves mikra. This is okeves midrabanan. What does that mean? That it's okeves midrabanan. It would is 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 klalu prato klal, not a uh, not a dindal raisa. Klal prato klal is definitely a dindal raisa, but it's not mefurish betora. And sometimes we refer to things that are derived from the Midrash HaTorah and Dreshepan as Midrabana. Not to say that they would only be Dinim Dirabana, they are Dinim Daraisa, but it, me- it means Dinim Daraisa that it takes rabbinic input in order to derive that Din from the Torah. As opposed to a Din that's Mufurish Bikra, that you don't need any rabbi, you just translate, touch the words, and you know exactly what the, uh, what, what, what the Torah is telling you. So that's on some level we refer to it as Dirabana. The Raman, very often, you have to be careful, the Raman sometimes will use the terminology of Midrabana and he doesn't mean the Rabbanan. That Divrei Sofram in the Rambam very often means things that are derived using rabbinic input from Midrashat Torah and Jashman. The most famous example is probably the Rambam Hilkse Ishus by Kesev Kiddushin, where he says a Kesev Kiddushin is Midivrei Sofram. Kesev Kiddushin is Midivrei Sofram. This past week's parasha, Kicha Kicha Mistei Afron. We learned that uh, Kesev Kiddushin is derived from Gezer Shava. Gezer Shava is a Drosha Daraisa. It's one of the Yidim Midrashat Torah and Jashman. Yeah, but it's Midivrei Sofram in comparison to that which is Mefurish Bakra. And there are differences. There are halachic differences between that which is Mefurish Bakra and that which is only derived from the Midrash HaTorah and Jashbet. So that's what it means, that, uh, that, that it's Midrash Banan over here. Over here, it's not the Halacha being Okeves, that which is Mefurish Bikra, it's Halacha Okeves Midrash Banan. Rav Papa Amar, Rav Papa says the second possibility why Mitzorah is not listed uh, on the list of three t- places where Halacha is Oker, the, the Mikra, Kika Chash Halacha Okeves Va'okeres. Ha, Okeves Umosefesi. No, what we're listing places where the Torah says do one thing and the Lachal Moshmitzinai says, no, we're, we're going against what it says in the Torah. Over here, the Torah says you have to shave the hair in certain parts of the body and it comes along the Lachal and says, yes, shave all of the, the, that hair 
In addition to that, also shave more hair beyond that. So the Allah is Mosefes, it's not being Okeres. Ravashi, Yom Ravashi says a third explanation why Mitzor is not on the list. Hamas Nisam Mani Rabbi Shmolhi, Didarsh Klali Yaprati, Kidalas. Kedalas uh, money, Rabbi Akivi, he did It could be that the list is going according to the one that says that uh, that there's only three places where Allah is a is a Mishnah. That's going like Rabbi Yishmael, who says that we're supposed to darshim klal pratu klal, and uh, therefore Allah would not be would not be okay or anything. But the 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 the, the that we have that you shave the guy like a dalas. That's going like Rabbi Akiva, who darshans ribuye muyuti, which means that whenever you have a general statement, a, a more specific statement, another general statement, we're not supposed to say whatever's ke'ena prat is included and whatever's not ke'ena prat is excluded. No, it comes to include everything with one exception. That's what ribuye muyuti comes to do. Titania, vayi biyama shvi galech skalsar riba, esroshav ezekanu vezgabu seinav miyet, eskalsar galech chazav riba, Riba miet v'riba, riba hakol. If you hold riba miet riba, if that's the methodology of darshaning, then you'd be marba everything. My riba riba to kuligufe, the entire body, all the hair in his body. Umay miet. What what are we excluding? Miet seir shabatochachotam. The only thing that we're excluding is the hair inside of his nose. That's what we're not uh, we're not going to shave. But the the whole hair on on the outside part of his body that that we absolutely would shave according to uh, according to Rabbi Akiva. And that's the sheet that says we shave him like a delas. But maybe in a chenami, Rabbi Shmuel disagrees and says we don't shave him like a delas. And therefore, when we say that there are three places where the halacha is okay, the uh, is is okay the mikra. It's uh, it's going like Rabbi Yishmael. So that's the that's the reason that we can't say Tanavashir. We can't confidently say Tanavashir. We wanted to say Tanavashir that really there are four places where the Allah is okay, the Mikra, maybe even more than four places, and that's why when it comes to the Mesota, you're allowed to use Afer instead of Afar, because even though it's against what it says in the Chumash, maybe the Allah is okay, a Mikra, and you're allowed to use Afer instead of Afar. So uh, so we said, no, but you can't you can't show me a single other place that uh, that's left off of the list. Mitzorah is not left off of the list. Uh, it's, not, it's not an item that should have been on the list, but is left off. There are three good reasons why Mitzorah never made the list to begin with. So, my Haviela. So what are we passing at the end of the day? Can you use Afer instead of Afar? Tosos was so convinced by the argument that Mitzorah was not just left off of the list, but never should have made the list in the first place. Tosos doesn't understand my Haviela. He says, we, we just proved it. We just proved that Mitzorah never belonged on the list. And if Mitzorah never belonged on the list, there's nothing else that was left off the list. So Mela, you can't say that you're allowed to use Afer. So Tosos says, Tema, Micah Bayi, Kivin Delav, Shiyuru Hava, Imkain, Tivshot. Well, if, if Mitzorah is not a Shiyura, so then there was nothing left off the list. The list is Daf. There are only three places that Allah is okay Mishnah. One of them is not Afer. So, Mele, you can't use Afer. What's there to talk about? Says the Gemara gave three reasons why Mitzorah might be left off the list, but there might be a fourth, and that is Tanavashir, meaning that we're not convinced that Mitzorah never belonged on the list. These are three possible reasons why one could explain that Mitzorah never belonged on the list, but maybe it did belong on the list and it was left off anyway, and it was Tanavashir, in which case Afer could have been left off the list as well. So that was the more complicated. Raya. But back to our original Shaila, now we're going to have the less complicated Raya. If you don't have any dirt, can you use Afer? Tashma, Raya number two. 
If you don't have any afar, you can bring the rotted rotted fruits and uh, be mekadesh with that. But that's not necessarily a raya because rotted fruits may be considered afar, but ashes may not be considered afar. Rashi takes out the gears of Elohi and he says it wasn't a havamina that we were going to try to prove from Rakfuvis Yarek that Mimela Afer is also included. There's never a havamina to equate the two. So he takes out the gears of Elohi and we just use it as a raya in the other, in the other direction. That Rakfuvis Yarek is the raya, that it's only Rakfuvis Yarek, but not Afer. You're not allowed to use ashes. And the Chuvis Torah Lashma. The Benish Chai was asked if you could use Rakvuvis Yarek to do Kisoy Adam. If you have Shafta Chai of are you allowed to use Rakvuvis Yarek? He says, We find in Shulchan Aruch that you're allowed to be Machasa with Zevel Adak. And Zevel is from Peros that, uh, that rotted and became Zevel. But still, he says, that's only because it's mixed with Afar. But maybe Rakvuvis of a pre or a vegetable alone, where it's, there's no Afar mixed with it, maybe it has a din of, uh, of, of a ground up fruit. And a ground up fruit, you're not allowed to use. For Kisei Adam. So the Retor Lashma says that uh, a, a ground up fruit is very different than a rotted out fruit. Uh, once it's rotted out, it's definitely considered Afar. And he says, really, it's a Beferish Gemara. There's nothing to talk about. It's our Gemara. Our Gemara says that you want to talk about Afar Sota, you're allowed to use Rakfuvis Yarek. And that's Afar. It's not even Afar. It's Afar. So clearly, if it's Afar for, uh, for Mesota, there's no reason why it shouldn't be considered Afar when it comes to, uh, to doing the mitzvah of Kisei Adam as well. Okay. So we said that you're supposed to put the dirt in the water in a way where you can see the dirt on the water. It shouldn't be such a minuscule amount of dirt that you don't even notice that the water was uh, was dirty at all. So we have a brisa. There are three places in the Torah where there's a requirement that you see something. Afar Sota is a requirement to see the Afar Sota. The Afar Para, when you mix the Afar Para with the, the ashes of the burnt Para Aduma, with the Mechatas, with the water, the special, with the, uh, the Mayim Chaim, that the, the mixture becomes Mechatas. Mechatas is what we call the mixture of the Mayim Chaim with the Afar Para Aduma. So if you mix those two things together, uh, that the Afar has to be visible in the mixture. And Verok Yavama. When the Yavama spits, she has to, uh, she, she has, near the, the shoe of the Yavam, she has to spit enough that you can see the saliva that comes out of her mouth. It can't just be a little tiny amount of saliva. Sometimes uh, there, there was a video when we learned Yavamas, um, not this past, but the time before, that was going around of a whole, uh, of a whole Chalitza procedure. And like, it took him like 15 minutes just for her to get the saliva. Like first the basin said, no, it's not enough. And then and they, but she had to take a drink. But if you take a drink, then the saliva is really from the drink. So that's no good. So you have to wait another 10 minutes till that. So that's, that's, it could be a bigger challenge than you think just to, just to spit. But that's this requirement. They have to be able to see the Roki Vama. So the question, uh, Ben Yoyada says, those are the only places in the Torah we have to see. What about a Rishim also Zechartim's column that's supposed that you have to see the tzitzis. Isn't that a place where you have to, there's a requirement to see? So he says, no, there's a big difference between tzitzis and all these cases. By these cases, the re'iyah is part of the gufa mitzvah, and it's ma'akiv the mitzvah. By tzitzis, the mitzvah is the levisha, the atifa, and uh, re'iyah is uh, chibuv mitzvah. It's not ma'akiv mitzvah. You don't see your tzitzis, but you put on your tzitzis in the dark, and you don't, you don't look at them. You're still makayim the mitzvah of tzitzis. Beis Yosef quotes from the smak that it's a mitzvah listakal b'tzitzis, because it says, and uh, he quotes from the Rivash. Uh, Od Sha'alta the Rivash says, 
he no hagtol listaka bedal tzitzis b'shas kriyashma kashat magilu reisa moso mimnei shreisa came the rav rabbi rabbi yonazal b'sefer ayira that uh, the rivash writes that uh, some are knowing to look at the tzitzis when they say reisa moso because rabbi yonah writes writes that way and then he quotes sefer amude golam mona mitzvah liatzma. This taco betzitzis counts as an independent mitzvah in the minyan atariyag to look at the tzitzis. And the Rivash says that's a little excessive. That the mitzvah of looking at the tzitzis can't be its own independent mitzvah. That's a chib of mitzvah. It's a way of showing that we're interested in the mitzvah and that we're getting the tam of the mitzvah and the point of the mitzvah. Yeah, that's the reason that we have tzitzis. So we should connect to that, but it's not an independent mitzvah. And that's why the Ben Yoyada says it's not listed over here. Also, he says, uh, we're trying to list things over here that it doesn't say explicitly in the Torah that you have to see. By it says, it says explicitly in the Torah, so these are things that you wouldn't have known otherwise. So, they said in the name of Rabbi Shmuel, you can add a fourth thing to the list. That when you, when you uh, shech the blood of a, uh, the, the, uh, a bird of a mitzorah, the blood is supposed to drain into a cup that has water. So that's Dam Tzipor, you're supposed to see the blood. My time is Rabbi Shmuel. What's the reason for Rabbi Shmuel? You might think you only dip the Ezov in, uh, in, in Dam and not in Mayim, so that's why he tells us Mayim. But with just the word Mayim, you would think it's only in water and not in blood. You need water where Dam Tzipor is still nicker in the water. How much water would that be? Revius of water. The Rabbanans say, no, you just need the Mayim and the Dam to teach us that, that you, those are the ingredients of what you need to have, but not that the dam has to be visible. That, that, those are the ingredients of what you need to use. We already mentioned the mayim and the dam. All it needed to say is why does it have to repeat? No, it must be coming to tell me that you still have to recognize the presence of the dam. No, if it said v'tavol dam, I would think dip in the water and then dip in a separate cup of blood. So kas v'rachman b'dam b'mayim la arvan. That's why b'dam b'mayim comes to teach me that they have to be mixed together. Rabbi Shmuel la arvan krachrina. Rabbi Shmuel say, of course they have to be mixed together. That's a different pasuk. Ksev v'shaktas tzipora achas. Rabbanon and the Rabbanon say no. Ime he hava mina lishkte samach lemana v'nin ketinu levridin lekablo ledam b'manachrina kamash melan. That uh, if it would have been from the pasuk of of that's really what the raya was from. That you shech the bird el klicheres al mayim chayim right into a klicheres al mayim chayim. Now you know what I would have thought that means. I would have thought that you keep the kli with the mayim nearby when you shech the bird, and then hold the the veins closed and sprinkle the blood into a different kli, and you'll have the then you'll end up with some uh, with water in one kli, blood in a different kli. You dip in one and you dip in the other. So that's why I say to teach me that no, you're supposed to mix them together and dip in both of them together. So that's what Kamashwan, that's what's coming to teach me. 
We said you bring a revius of water. What if you have a very big bird and you can't even notice the water because there's so much blood? Or a very small bird and you can't even notice the blood because there's so much, because the, 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 there was so little blood. When we said a revius, we were assuming you're using a super drawer. drawer has X amount of blood that's always going to be recognizable, but not an overwhelming amount of blood where you're not even going to be able to see the water. Rabbi Shimon Machshir, if you have the, the, the dirt before the water, it's a machlokas tanan. My time is Rabbi Shimon, why would it be kosher? By the paraduma, it's not dirt, it's ashes. So it must be coming to teach me gzer shava. It says by paraduma, dirt, and it says by, uh, by sota, dirt. So just like by the uh, by the paraduma, it's the afar on top of the water. So too by the sota, the afar's got to go on top of the water. And just like by the paraduma, if the afar came before the water, it's kosher. So to there, it's kosher. How do I know by the paraduma that that's true? Because there are two psukim. Ksiv alav alma eferbereisha. It says alav, which implies that the ashes go first. Ksiv mayim chayim al keli alma mayim bereisha. Says mayim al chayim al keli sounds like the water goes first. Hakeitzad ratza zenosin ratza zenosin. Either one can go first. The Rabban would say el keli dafka. No, it's got to go. The water's got to go specifically straight into the kli. No, no dirt or ashes. Alav the arvan. Alav tells me that it gets mixed in the same kli. Veima alav dafka el keli Maybe a love is dafka and El Kelly is just telling me that it's supposed to go into uh, into the kli that uh, that the Mayim Chaim goes into the kli. No, Afkan Whatever is machshir, the mixture always goes above. So over here, the afar is what's machshir the Mayim to be bodik the sota. So therefore, that has to go lemaila. Okay, that's Shem. We'll pick up with the Mishnah tomorrow when you tie them out. Oh, yeah.